Welcome to this week's Q&A. I am Carla. And I am Simon. We are from the YouTube sailing channel Sailing Ocean Fox. Over the past three years we have sailed 25,000 miles through the Mediterranean, across the Atlantic and the Caribbean. So for this week's question... So this one is very interesting. <laughs> what do you know about Dutch barges? <laughs> Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Um, that's not entirely true. Uh, I mean, I know they vary in size and uh, they're big. They are extremely big. It's been a surprise every time we go and see one, you know, how big yeah. they are. Um, what I have learned, though, is that the British Humber barges are uh, were built a lot stronger and a slightly different shape. So uh, a Humber barge, for example, uh, he has absolutely straight lines. A lot of the sort of Dutch barges have a sort of curve, the Lex motors and things like that, and, and the actual um, gunnel line is curved down, uh, whereas the uh, Humber barge is absolutely straight. And also I've learned that uh, the ones built on the continent tend to be made originally of six millimeter steel plate and this is either riveted or bolted or something or other together i'm not really sure most of them seem to be riveted um, however the humber barges uh, because they were really heavy duty working boats they were built at 12 millimeters thick so you do tend to get a little bit more metal for your money Yes. <laughs> mm, so to speak. And also, uh, where as much Dutch barges seem to be around about 14 to 15 feet wide, the Humber barges were 17 foot 6. Yeah, which is it, gives you much more space inside. Much more space inside. But then you yeah. have more problems uh, going through the locks, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because absolutely. Because you can't go yeah. as far... No. Well, the um, in the first half of the Thames up to Oxford, this is the area that we really want to uh, play in for a couple of years before we uh, possibly take it to France uh, or we actually sell it. But um, the, the, the locks going up the Thames towards Oxford, the narrowest ones is 17 foot 11, which at 17 foot 6 doesn't really give you much wriggle room to, uh, to get in. But uh, 14 foot 6 would be very easy to get in actually it would be a perfect size but you do that extra 3 feet in the beam you know they say width is the most important thing Yeah, and it really is I yeah. mean that's going to give you a lot more, more room. room inside it's going to be more square inside yeah. isn't it so it's yeah. better yeah, yeah. Um, what else can I tell you about Dutch barges a lot of them tend to have a false floor um, so they're kind of aligned uh, they, they've got the frames uh, going around the hull the ribs and then and they tend to put a big uh, metal floor in, which is flat, and that makes it easier to get the uh, the grain or the aggregates in and out, um, or getting them out really much easier than having to dig them out between all the uh, ribs in the bottom of the boat. Um, another thing that you you have to do if it hasn't been done, so if you're buying one that's still a kind of commercial barge or has not been refurbished is you need to really put a hard top on it um a steel top over the top of the hold uh, some of them you see have got uh the original planking tops and then they uh, either cover them with canvas which is the traditional way of doing it or they uh, fiberglass it over the top of that but kind of honestly if you're going to do the job properly uh you really want one which is steel and you want to be able to walk on it and you want it to be weatherproof and you want to insulate it and then put a false ceiling in underneath and that sort of thing and the humber barges are much deeper yeah they are and uh so, so you have much more room headroom, headroom yeah yes. i mean we're talking around about nine foot six uh headroom to the top of the uh uh the hold 
but in the Dutch barges, they tend to be around about seven foot. Um, so there again, you see, you're gaining a lot of space. Uh, I know you can't use that space, but you are gaining a sort of big space area. So uh, the freeboard is higher. That's the reason why the actual freeboard up to the gunnel is higher. And that's why they got that extra space. Mm -hmm. So that really is about as much as we know. Yeah. We don't know an awful lot, but more than that. We are learning every time you're going yeah. to see one. You know, yeah. someone tells us something yeah. different, and that's how yeah. we are learning, isn't it? For insurance company purposes, uh, I think three millimeter thickness of plate is the limit they'll let you go to uh, as it corrodes away slowly. And then you either have to have it overplated or you have it uh, cut out and replated. Um, they, they do tend to be done after about 50 years, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also they run aground quite a lot. Um, yeah, because you know, in the, the, rivers. the rivers are not no, uh, canals, straight, no. isn't it? Canals no. they always they yeah. can be a bit uh, curved. Yeah, and they sort of uh, bump along a bit over yeah. the years, so that sort of does scratch all the rubbish off the bottom and things like that. They don't even anti foul them. That was quite interesting, wasn't it? They don't do anything to them. They just leave them, and the growth doesn't really pick up like it does on a sailboat, um, probably because of the uh, salt water, it's lack of salt water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, they have a big engine in them, huge engine, and a big generator. Most yeah. of them, and uh, they, they. Another thing that is quite interesting is uh, steering. Um, the one we were looking at, the Humber barge we were looking at, it had a wheel, but the wheel was actually just for emergency steering, and it had just a little joystick. It was only about uh, three inches high, and just a little uh, joystick, and you just tap it to the left, tap it to the right, and you had a dial. You could see what position the rudder was in. And uh, that's actually how you steered, which would be quite frightening, really. Mm -hmm. You could kind of sit there in a, in a in a big chair with this little joystick on the armrest and just tweak it as you go. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, they're big things. They're yeah. heavy. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot no of painting to do. How are we going to drive this thing? No, no. We no. have to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, Really interesting, exciting, and well, when we had the cat, we didn't know how to drive the cat, yeah. so we learned how to drive the cat, yeah. and uh, in the end, we became very successful at it. So, uh, yeah, I think we can do this. Uh, we just have to be optimistic, take yeah. it steady, and off you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be great, and I, I hope you're watching the videos about it. They're just starting to uh, come out, which come is out, yes, fantastic, today. Yeah. yes. If you have a question for us to talk about, please email us at sailingoceanfox at gmail.com. Make sure you follow our channel. We're on YouTube, Patreon, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Sailing Ocean Fox. And at your preferred podcast platform, Destination Sailing Channel.